what's it all about? America, Jesus, freedom. Say it again. America, Jesus, freedom. And what does that mean? And I don't know, but the people sure love it when I say it. How's my hair? Strong. Real strong. Our nation's security has never been stronger because our troops and our veterans are this nation's backbone. Because farmers are this nation's backbone, schools is this nation's backbone. Audio installation specialists and window tenters are this nation's backbone. Because Filipino tilt-to-whirl operators are this nation's backbone. And I want to make you a promise today that if you send me back to Washington, D.C. for a fifth consecutive term, I will let them know it's about America, Jesus, and freedom. This is Ed Hoffman, and welcome to the main event. Open up with that clip from the campaign because you know this week I just I just feel like who's running in this who's running this country? What is going on? Nothing makes sense anymore. Nothing makes sense anymore. The the government, you know, the, this whole this whole show. I'm looking over this stuff, and I'm just going, man, where do we live? You know, it just doesn't, it, nothing makes it, nothing, absolutely nothing makes sense. You know, I'm in the, everybody knows I'm in the loan business and I'm, and I'm watching people write offers on houses and there's no sense to what people are writing offers on. You know, they're right. I see, I see people, uh, I, I had an offer last week. The, the house was listed at 1.7 million for a 2000 square foot house in, in Glendale. The, my borrowers offered 2.05 million. So they offer $350,000 above list price and no contingencies, putting a million dollars down payment. They got counter offered to 2.15 million, 450,000 above list price, and they still lost it. And this stuff ha- is happening day after day after day. You know, what is wrong with this country? Where is the, where, you know, what is everybody afraid of? It's just stupid. And it's just, I just, there's just no sense. Uh, that song was uh, Finish What You Started. Uh, I used that song because it sounds cool. And I was in the mood for just being cool today. So uh, so we're going to talk about some uh, some ridiculously stupid stuff that's going on in this country. And, uh, and we're going to talk about that. And before I go any further, let me introduce myself. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ed Hoffman, branch manager, Planet Home Lending. If you're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate, and those fantastic opportunities might be refinancing some of the properties you own or buying some properties that just aren't in California. Although I have seen a, I had a California buyer 
uh, we're about to close escrow next week. Uh, they offered uh, 552000 on a house in Dallas that was listed for 499 And by the time they got done counter-offering, they got accepted offer at $606,000. $107,000 over list price. But you know what? Uh, they sold their house in California, got in their motorhome, and went to Dallas and uh, had no place to live other than their motorhome and said, hey, we're moving to Texas. And it just... It just uh, it just baffles me. It baffles me. So uh, what, where are those fantastic opportunities? They're out there. You just got to know how to look for them. And if you want some advice, call me toll-free, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. If you don't want to talk on the phone, uh, but you do want to get some information, go to edhoffman.net, click on the Planet Home Landing logo, and uh, fill in the form there. It'll tell you tell me how much information you want back and put in as much information as you want me to have. You'll hear back from uh, myself or one of my talented teammates, and uh, we'll help you uh, find that missing piece to your real estate financing puzzle. Some people are calling in, and we're just saying, hey, you know what? You've you've got $200,000 worth of, uh, of mortgage debt, but you got $150,000 of credit card debt. Uh, maybe we, uh, maybe we average that in, even though rates have gone up a little bit, it makes sense. Cause we're going to cut your, uh, your outgo by a thousand, $1,200 a month. And, uh, people that have normal, normal salaries, that's a lot of money. Um, and you know, it's, if you, if you want to make some sense and let me tell you about, we were out at the United IE, uh, conference this, uh, last Sunday. And I talked to a few of you about, uh, about, uh, reverse mortgages. If you guys have if you guys have the impression that reverse mortgages are not a good deal you got equity in your house then you don't understand them these are such an awesome tool uh for for those of you that qualify you got to have some equity in your house you can actually do a purchase with them and you have to be 62 or have a spouse that's over 62 these things make so much sense and i talked to somebody today that said said well you know what i have a $600,000 house uh, i don't owe anything on it and uh, I'm living on Social Security. I don't really don't really have very much money, and but I want to leave. I want to make sure I leave something for my kids. You know what? That is just stupid. If you have that much equity and you're living on a and you're living on a tight budget, and you have all that equity and you're worried about what you're leaving your kids, live your life while you're alive. You created that equity. Use it and enjoy your lives while you're still alive. Anyway, if you want more information, 855-640-2020 or edhoffman.net, Planet Home Landing logo, and we'll uh, I'll help you help you uh, sort all that confusion out. Um, if you want to hear something, some part of the show repeated that you didn't hear, or if you missed it, or the radio sh- the radio times didn't fit your your uh, your time for your uh, your uh, schedule, edhoffman.net podcast page. You can hear this show as well as several past shows. Um, if you have comments on the show, send me an email to ed at edhoffman.net. So uh, in the studio today with me, I have my buddy, Scott McPhee, proprietor of Don's Bikes, uh, Rialto and Redlands, you know, the one, the one of the best bike shops around. If you're into bicycling, uh, you know, those pedal things or electric, uh, Scott is the man. Scott, welcome back to the main event. Yo, Ed, it's great to be back. Yeah, we have a we have a lot of... Uh, of uh, dumb things to talk about this week but yeah, we it do. seems like everything that's in the news is dumb seems like everything that's going on is dumb and uh and it's just they're just you know what having biden as president just makes a joke out of our whole country no it certainly doesn't and actually every time you hear him speak Ed, i don't know if you've noticed it's getting worse 
Oh yeah, it's like, getting way- it's getting worse. He just rambles on about nothing. No. And you know, did you see? I I don't think we had had the clip of when he uh, introduced uh, Katanji Brown Jackson after at her at their little super spreader event of mm-hmm. the of uh, celebrating her her uh, her confirmation. And he goes, oh, you could describe this country in one word. And then he went on to talk about something completely irrelevant. It was like walking in the Himalayas with uh, with uh, in Xi, chi- with, you know, uh, with Chinese yeah, Premier Xi, exactly. President Xi. And Katanji Brown Jackson and uh, and uh, uh, Kamala Harris are standing there going, what is he? What is he talking about? We know the cameras are on us, but we're not supposed to look like what? It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it's just. It's just stupid. I just, I just, I just watch. I watch the news and I just shake my head and go, "What the hell? What it? What? What do people like my sister? Do they just not pay attention? Do they just not show that stuff on, on normal news channels other than Fox and Newsmax, One America News? And of course, uh, Dish dropped One America News, so uh, people that have a Dish network they can't see it anymore. Direct TV as well. Oh, Direct TV as well. Yeah. So yeah. if you've got, so if you've got a. Uh, if you've got a, one of those little mini satellite dishes, you're out of luck. I guess you get a Roku. It's on Roku. I have it on Roku. Cool. <clears throat> but it's it's just stupid. So let's let's talk about some of this stupid stuff and let's have some fun with it. So super spreader liberals, uh, in the past two weeks, Democrats throughout Washington, D.C. have engaged in some of the worst super spreader activity on record. And now dozens of them have COVID. I thought COVID was almost over. That's what I thought. Apparently, they didn't get the memo. Yeah, now now you hear about people get COVID and say, okay, I got COVID. Uh, I'll be back on Thursday. Um, it started on April 2nd at the Gridiron Club dinner, a swanky annual event where elite D.C. journalists gather with members of the government to socialize in close quarters. As of this week, at least 80 attendees of the dinner have tested positive for COVID, including three cabinet secretaries, several members of Congress, numerous White House employees, and other dignitaries. They include... And uh, and couldn't happen to the nicer people. Attorney General Merrick Garland, uh, which uh, he's like the nutty professor with a with a law degree. Uh, Secretary of Commerce Gina Raimondo, Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack, Congressman Adam Schiff, steaming pile of Schiff, uh, Congressman Joaquin Castro, Senator Susan Collins, uh, another Mister M- Mrs. Magoo in uh, Maine, uh, Kamala Harris's communication director Jamal Simmons. Jill Biden's spokesman, Michael LaRosa. Why does she need a spokesperson? I don't know. She's the only one in the family that, that can actually actually uh, say a coherent sentence. And I haven't seen her with her own seeing eye dog like uh, like her husband does. And uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Uh, and I don't and I don't know uh, after the, the shoot up in the subway on uh, Wednesday. Um, was it Wednesday or Tuesday? It was Tuesday. Oh, it was Tuesday. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Eric Adams. You know, hey, we're gonna make some new laws to stop people. Hey, why don't you just bring back some old laws like stop and frisk this guy when I got into the subway? And uh, you know, and they had a chance of having Curtis Sliwa as the as the mayor, who was the head of the of the Guardian Angels. And think about who were the Guardian Angels. There were a bunch of guys that said, hey, the cops can't keep this city straight uh, safe. We're gonna we're gonna just get our own badasses with uh, red berets on, and we're gonna and we're gonna enforce the laws. And this guy was the leader of them. And you have a crime problem in New York, and you elected Eric Adams. Yeah, who was a former cop, by the way. I think it's kind of been a little disappointing so far. Yeah, he uh, right? he he talks he talks a good game, but not not apparently a man of action. 
I liked I liked uh, Curtis Sliwa better. Of course, I don't live in New York, but I sure would like to go back and visit. Don and I like to go. We went there in 2002, and I've been back there about every uh, 12 to 18 months since, just to go, you know, book a book a plane ride and a and a hotel and just screw off for four days. Cause it's a fun city, but not now. Too scary. So the Gridiron Dinner kicks off a month of swanky events for the press and the government officials, ending with the White House Correspondents Association Dinner on April 30th. Now that half of Washington has COVID, the White House is saying it's not certain whether Biden will attend the Correspondents Dinner. Not that anyone would notice anyway. Uh, he'll probably just be wandering around looking at looking at the drapes until one of his seeing eye dogs guides him back to the to the dinner. Oh, I went to the I went to I went to the bathroom and I got lost on the way back. At the at the gridiron dinner, uh, guests had to show proof of a uh, of vaccination, but there's no testing on site. Most of them mingled freely without masks at the Renaissance uh, Washington Hotel. Now the correspondence dinner will require everyone to take rapid tests on site before entering. Hmm. My sister, my sister, who's married to the virologist and uh, votes in, thinks uh, Biden's doing a good job. She said, "Oh, rapid tests don't work. They're not going to let you into the hospital to see your wife when she's in there because they're not they're not reliable." Did a rapid test, took a picture on my phone, <laughs> and showed up here. Here's my here's my test. Okay, go on. Amazing. Don't forget Biden did the huge party last week for Katanji Brown Jackson, Supreme Court confirmation, uh, which we just talked about. And uh, when they, you know, when Trump did the same thing for Amy Coney Barrett, that was a super spreader event. Uh, so then uh, Pelosi, then Pelosi kissed both Joe Biden and Barack Obama at the Obamacare anniversary event and immediately thereafter tested positive for covid Here's Chad Pergram reporting on this, uh, on all this Democrat super spreader hypocrisy. The exclusive Washington dinner for Washington power brokers devolving into a white tie super spreader. The cozy confab fueling a capital coronavirus crush. I think the people who run functions, who run big dinners, like the White House correspondents, Paul, are thinking back the gridiron dinner are going to have to make a determination looking at the CDC guidelines. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi wasn't at the dinner, but tested positive and is now negative. Still before testing positive, Pelosi kissed President Biden on the cheek last week. COVID hamstringing Democrats as they try to present the optic that the pandemic is improving and selectively adhering to protocols, tweeting a picture of Vice President Harris not wearing a mask around President Biden, despite one of her top staffers testing positive. And there were moments when she was not wearing a mask inside, including in a photo, but she was wearing it 99.9% of the time. I would note the president and the vice president have both tested negative uh, in the last 24 hours. The White House contends Pelosi's presidential peck on the cheek didn't count as close contact under the CDC's guidance of being around someone for 15 minutes in 24 hours. So a couple thoughts said, you know, when I first had heard about all these Democrats testing positive for COVID, I thought, what's the bad news? Um, I also wonder like, What's worse, getting COVID or being kissed by Nancy Pelosi? I mean, I know. Yeah. Uh, I also have to say that um, when I first saw these topics and they were talking about Democrat super spreaders, I thought we were talking about Kamala Harris. <laughs> that would that would that would have been a good good assumption. Of course, if if uh, you only if you have to have close contact for fifteen minutes, why did the why did why were why did we have to wear a mask in grocery stores and we just pass by people in the aisles? And why did they have to put up all that plexiglass so you could uh, so the the checker couldn't have uh, couldn't breathe in your direction? 
and uh, you know, 15 minutes. Uh, you know, in 15 minutes, you can do it. You could do a lot. You know, Nancy Pelosi could have could have planted a big old Frenchie on uh, on uh, on uh, Biden and uh, and Obama. Give her a five second Frenchie. Yeah, it's a it's a. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he could. I guess he could have gone in the back and did a did a quickie in less than 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I thought, by the way, if we were talking about Kamala Harris, we'd be talking about STDs, not COVID. Um, so just saying, brutal, brutal. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk about the next stupid thing that you know. What, uh, who did? Who put this? Who put this cabinet together? Fake federal agents infiltrate the Secret Service. So it's been over a week since the FBI arrested two men who infiltrated the Secret Service by posing as Department of Homeland Security investigators. This week, here's what we know the, uh, from the reports and the court documents: two men, forty-year-old Arian. Teherazada. Yeah, see, you know there's a problem when Ed Kenny pronounce the freaking name. I know, and and they posing as Secret Service agents, and they're hanging around Secret Service or D- Department of Homeland Security guys, and the Secret Service agents don't question it. The other guy's name was Seek was 36 year old Hader Ali. Hmm. They were taken into FBI custody at the Crossing Apartment Building in D.C. on April 6. Uh, we know they began posing as DHS agents over a year ago, claiming they were part of the January 6th task force. Hmm. They're, they're arresting people that just walked into the Capitol after uh, Capitol police just invited them in. And, uh, but the, but these guys that are these the secret service guys can't recognize these two, uh, uh, Muslim guys that did they just wear uh secret service uniforms, you know, well, black, black suits and with, uh, uh, bulletproof vest on yeah, or you just go in there with like a vest that says like dhs or fbi whatever whatever government agency you're uh, trying to impersonate yeah, uh, you know fbi windbreaker right and by the way that didn't say anything about them being muslim ed that's strictly your uh your oh, uh, yeah. conjecture oh yeah uh, arian <laughs> tarazadeh and al hater ali hmm. yeah i'm sorry <laughs> I was I was stereotyping. I should have. Done, I should not have done that. I'm. I okay. apologize for the, for the. Uh, is that is that called? Uh, um, what do they call that? Where you're afraid of people that are profiling, Ed. When you're afraid you're, of people that are different than you. Oh, Islamophobic. No, it's a, no? It's, it's another word that they call. Uh, anyway, whatever it is, they called Trump it all the time. Mm. They offered the gifts. They offered gifts to Secret Service agents, including one of the First Lady's detail. <laughs> some assigned to the Vice Presidential Residence. Wouldn't that be a fun detail, by the way? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you know what? If you were if you were at the Unite IE conference, uh, Sebastian Gorka. May, I'm not sure I'm supposed to talk about this on the radio, uh, but I'll talk about it, and Dan can edit it if not. Um, he said that he knows people in the Secret Service that that uh, that go to Delaware with with uh biden on the weekends and they say he sits in front of his uh his picture window in front of his house for two and a half to three hours a day and just stares yeah i believe that and 30 <coughs> feet 30 feet away are the secret service guys with the codes to the nuclear weapons <laughs> who's running this country you know what are they doing how are you how does he get a 42 percent approval rating who who are these idiots out there that that think he's doing a good job? Some agents accepted the gifts, including rent-free penthouse apartments, iPhones, surveillance systems, a drone, a flat-screen TV, a generator, gun cases, and other policing tools. Who are these Secret Service guys that one of the DHS guys offers them a penthouse apartment for free and doesn't go? Who are you? What's Be- up with these guys? Yeah, I you know look, I lump DHS with FBI and Homeland Security. All, all like all they are is the DMV with guns, Ed. 
That's what this is. I know, but I always thought I always thought, you know what? I went through I went through a, a grueling background check to get my my uh, my or- loan originator license for Texas. You know, they they did everything short of a colonoscopy before they'd uh, allow me to originate loans in Texas from from California. These guys are the secret service. They're supposed to they're supposed to step in front of bullets for the president or the first lady or the family. And they are accepting gifts from some guys that just say they're DHS and they don't question it. Oh, well, scary, Ed. Yep. Prosecutors say one of the men offered agents to let them use a black GMC SUV. <laughs> a black GMC SUV. He identified as an official government vehicle. Hey, you know what? You want to borrow my car? It's an official government vehicle. I wonder if it said official government vehicle on the doors <laughs> or the license plate frame. Yeah. Hey, you know, good enough for me. In the in the case of the Secret Service agent assigned to Jill Biden, one of them offered to purchase a two thousand dollar assault rifle. Hey, buddy, you want me to? You want one of these assault rifles or two thousand bucks? But I'll just I'll just buy it for you. <laughs> hmm. That doesn't seem suspicious to me. No. You know, I don't. I haven't gone through FBI training, but you know. <clears throat> just common sense would tell me that's that's a red flag. Now four Secret Service agents have been put on leave. Yeah, it's probably paid leave too, by the way. Yeah, it's a, hey, you guys can't be Secret Service agents because uh, you accepted these gifts and didn't figure out. Hey, you know when there's a dog that came over and lifted his leg on my on my uh, on my on my leg. He lifted his leg on my leg and and uh, and watered my watered my boot, and I didn't notice it. I don't know. Maybe you're maybe you just don't have the 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 reflexes that we need in a secret service agent. So, uh, how did these two get caught? On March 14th, a US postal inspector, the post office of all people. They're the they're the they're the cutting edge of federal employees. On a US postal inspector went to the same people that didn't notice that that they were getting uh ballots from Pennsylvania delivered in New York. I don't know. I was going to say they handled this election pretty well last time. So, yeah. you know. That's- yeah, exactly. So you'd think they'd be at least be looking out for Biden and his people. But uh, they went to the apartment building to respond to a complaint that a mailman had been assaulted at the building. Residents told, this is a building full of Secret Service agents. <laughs> Residents told the inspector that Ali and Tarazadah oh, witnessed the assault. And the two, the two told everyone they were special police officers involved in investigating January 6th. Hey, do you know who we are? We're special police officers investigating January 6th. Of course, that was a year and a half ago, but we're still there. Other residents said the men used several apartments in the building, claiming that DHS paid their rent and that they drove an SUV with an emergency lights they called their official DHS vehicle. You can't make this stuff up. From there, the inspector learned that the men were in contact with Secret Service agents and had, pr- and had provided them gifts. The affidavit doesn't explain how, they, how he learned about the gifts, but he says that he informed DHS that they informed the FBI. But it says that he informed the DHS and they informed the FBI. These, guy, these, guys, <clears throat> these guys, I'm glad I'm not the president right now. Well, you know, the, the funny thing about this, too, is that as long as you say you're working on January 6th, you get a pass. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. oh, okay, you're fine then. You know, oh, as yeah. long as you're focused on that important Wait, issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, you're you're trying to you're trying to con- you're trying to convict Trump for something. Yeah. You know, then you have you have special special uh, privileges. Let's go get those those insurrectionists. Exactly. Prosecutors have released released images from the men's apartments showing passports, visas, IDs, 
firearms and dynamic entry kits, which is a pack of tools used for forced entry. Yeah, they got a they got a they got a slim gym so they can break into vehicles, and they got little tools to pop out. You know, uh, they got battering rams so they can knock people's uh, doors down, uh, and visas and and Ali's passport and visa show he traveled to Pakistan, Egypt, Qatar, uh, Qatar, Iran, and Turkey. Hmm. Well, that's kind of interesting, Ed. What do those countries all have in common? Huh? I don't know. Qatar, Egypt, Pakistan, Iran, uh. Iran. Don't 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 be profiling people. Okay, sorry. Because that would be that would be wrong. And then guess what happened Tuesday? The judge decided to just release them. You know, and uh, in other words, you know, they just released them out on because they don't. We don't think there are going to be uh, flight risks. Unbelievable, Ed. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah exactly. That not guys that come from those countries and travel to Turkey and Qatar and Egypt and and Pakistan. No, yeah. those. No, we don't think we need to hold those guys. Anyway, we're out of time for this half the main event. So uh, stay tuned for five minutes of traffic, weather, sports, and commercials, and we'll be right back. And welcome back to part two of the main event. My name's Ed Hoffman, branch manager, Planet Home Lending. I don't talk a lot about real estate and finance on the radio, but because uh, it's really dumb out there. But, uh, you know, hey, interest rates have jumped up quite a bit. We had a little bit of relief this week. So if you were thinking that you got passed up for the for the, the great rates, um, there might be a little bit of there might be a little bit of relief. And if uh, and if you're and if you're thinking about a reverse mortgage, the values have never been higher right now. And I don't know how long they're going to stay. The experts are predicting they're still going to keep going up. I have I have my doubts. So let me just tell you about how reverse mortgages work. The lower the interest rates are, the more money you get, and the higher the values you are, the more money you get. And once you're locked into that, locked into that, if the rate if the values go down or if the rates go up, you're already locked into how much money they gave you. So seize the moment before the rates go any higher and while the while the values are high, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. 855-640-2020 or if you got a ton of equity and you got a lot of bills and your bills are high interest, then I guess uh, the fact that you missed the the 3% uh, interest rates are not going to be that bad. Uh, 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net, click on the Plant Home Lending logo and uh, we'll, help you, uh, we'll, we'll help you sort out your finances. So uh, in the studio with me, if you didn't hear the first half, is uh, Mr. Scott McAfee, proprietor of Don's Bike. Scotty. Yo, Ed. Let's have some fun. Let's, Let's have do some it. fun this week. It's Easter weekend, and uh, I don't know. You guys are probably probably uh, not listening. You know, if you're listening to the radio, uh, it's a holy weekend. So uh, uh, try to uh, try to forgive us for stuff that we say that doesn't seem as holy as the weekend is. Uh, so let's talk about let's talk about Biden's next great move, banning ghost guns. You know, and, and I and I thought about this when I when I when we start, talked about this subject. You know what? Here's the here's the here's the solution to stopping the war in Ukraine. Why don't we just pass a law that it's illegal for Russia to attack Ukrainians? Okay, and they'll go along with it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, right. I mean, that's how the Democrats think. You just pass a law. Oh, <clears throat> you just pass a law, and, and that stop that that fixes everything. So, uh, when there's a new Gallup poll revealing that the majority of Americans are worried about violent crime wave sweeping the nation. 
Uh, and most, most of that is because, uh, you know, you, you get a get out of jail free card whenever you get arrested. And then if you get arrested, the prosecutors don't prosecute you anyway. So, uh, you know, when you're in that situation, what's a president to do? Well, if that president is Joe Biden, the answer is easy. You just find a new kind of gun to crack down on. Uh, so you can act like you give a crap about uh, what's going on. This week, Biden announced new rules targeting so-called ghost guns. Those are the guns that Casper carries, which, <laughs> which are unregistered guns without serial numbers that are either assembled from a kit or three D, or they're uh, printed on a three D printer. The organization Every Town for Gun Safety says online sales of ghost guns have increased by seventy percent in the last eight years. Of course, so have the sales of every other kind of gun even with serial numbers. Because they're untraceable, collecting data on their connection to a violent crime is a challenge. Yep, I would think so. But the Justice Department says they have recovered more than 23,000 firearms without serial numbers from crime scenes since since 2016. Of course, that was uh, six years ago. uh, That's that's six years. That's about 4,000 guns across the country, uh, across this nation, 4,000 guns a year. That doesn't seem like a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot to me either. No. So Biden wants a new federal rules that would make the process of purchasing these kits more like the process of purchasing traditional guns. That would mean expanding the definition of a firearm to include unfinished parts, like a frame of a handgun or the receiver of a long gun, requiring sellers to run background checks and include serial numbers on the gun kits, no matter how the parts are made, including 3D printers. Okay. Requiring the sellers to keep records for as long as they're in business. Current rules allow sellers to dispose of records after 20 years. So now they're going to have to keep records of parts that don't have serial numbers on them. <laughs> like screws and springs. and Yeah, exactly. So you go over to, you go over to, to uh, Home Depot or Lowe's and you pick up some machine screws to put these things together. And they have to keep records of those. Hey, this nefarious guy named Jones came in here and he bought four machine screws. We better keep records on that. Yeah. He also bought a couple of garage door springs. Yeah, exactly. And he and uh, and and two uh, two packages of batteries for his uh, <laughs> for his smoke detectors. So you know, and you and you know these guys. You know that's not going to drive. You know when Biden talks about, hey, let's let's cut inflation by cutting down cost. That's not going to that's not going to drive up anybody's cost. Uh, I could tell stories about that, how the government, uh, will, will shut the profitability of a business down. Biden's new rules go into effect 120 days after Biden's Rose Garden announcement on Monday. These guns are weapons of choice for many criminals. We're going to do everything we can to deprive them of that choice. If you commit a crime with a ghost gun, expect federal prosecution. If you commit a crime with a with a non-ghost gun, with a gun with a serial number, a registered gun, would you not expect prosecution? I was like it when Joe acts angry, you know, because he's either like, there's one of two modes for Joe Biden. It's either incoherent or mad. That's and, kind of it. And and mad mad sounds more like he's like he's actually thinking for himself. Like there's actually somebody there. So you, if you could see his if you could see his uh, his teleprompter, it says. Sound mad in parentheses. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to say that. So I'm waiting for him to say, you know what? If you get, if you get, uh, if you commit a crime with a ghost gun, sound mad. You're gonna be, you're gonna expect federal prosecution. 
I'm waiting for that one. He'll, I'm sure he'll do that. It probably but. just has an angry face on the screen. I'll bet. You know the, you know the, <laughs> that could be. I've heard, I've heard people, I've heard people on the news that, uh, that, that actually read those little notes and they go, oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> I'm waiting for Biden to do that. Biden walked away from the podium to retrieve a prop gun and handle it in this bizarre demonstration. You order a package like this one over here that includes the parts you need, the direction of assembling a functioning firearm, you bought a gun. Take a look. Take a look at this. It comes in this package. You can see the picture down here, maybe. This is the gun. It's not hard to put together. A little drill, hand drill at home. Doesn't take very long. Anyone can order Okay, we can stop with that sound effect now. Uh, yeah, and a move reminiscent of Alec Baldwin, uh, Biden accidentally shot three CNN reporters and himself in the foot. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, we put in that that uh, that <laughs> sound effect. He really didn't. He really didn't shoot anybody. Um, but it was it was hilarious. It's hey, Easter. Look, it's look Easter. At, look at this gun. You know, it looks like this. Well, the, he's waving the thing around. You almost have to see the visual of this, but he's waving the thing around, you know, like like I'm sure everybody's like, oh my God, as they're sitting there watching this thing. Biden's holding a gun. It's like the prosecutor in the uh in the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Right. He's like, look at here's the gun. <laughs> they're all diving. Waving for the it, floor. pointing it at the uh, jury. Yeah. Exactly. Uh what what uh, what movie am I thinking of? Where the oh, it was Legends of the Fall, where she shoots and there's wow, and then all the everybody's diving for the floor. Hey, look, I sh- I hit it, and she's swirling the gun around. <laughs> so uh, under the ATF rules, a ghost gun is not an actual firearm. Ooh, if it if it if it has a trigger and bullets in it, and it goes bang when you pull the trigger. But it's not a firearm. I don't think there's such a thing as a ghost gun, actually. I mean, it's just a made-up term. Exactly. Biden's new rule would change that in order to require background check. Here's the remarks. Here's his remarks on that, and we'll talk about some of the hilarious irony. It's going to sound bizarre. I support the Second Amendment. You have a right. But from the very beginning, the Second Amendment didn't say you can own any gun you want, as big as you want. You couldn't buy a cannon when, in fact, the Second Amendment passed. And certain people from the very beginning weren't allowed to purchase guns. It's nothing new. It's just rational. Hey, fact check on that one. Uh, all that all that uh, stuff that he just said is all BS. Uh, there was no, there was no, uh, no uh, limit on what you could buy, and it never said you can't buy a cannon, and it never said any of that stuff. Everything he's saying is BS. Does none of that. Ha- everything's been fact checked. You can Google it. Biden is full of malarkey. And I'm not giving my cannon up, Ed. Exactly, and I'm uh, and and I've got, I still have my dinosaur killer. <laughs> that I'm, I'm. It it just looks like a. Di- I bought it. I bought it because it looks like something out of a out of a video game. You know, Vince over at Bullseye Sports. I was uh, I was picking up a gun, and he goes, and uh, I was picking up a nine millimeter, and because uh, when I went to register, when I went to do my CCW, the uh, I got my CCW the first time, and they said, hey, two of your guns aren't registered in California. Oops. I forgot about that. I bought them in Arizona. All right, so this time I I bought I was buying one that matched the same the same gun I had in Arizona that I liked. So I bought one in California so I could register it when I uh, when I uh, so I could use it when I renewed my CCW. 
So, uh, so Vince pulls out this thing called a DP 12 and it's a double barreled shotgun and it's kind of short and it looks like something from a video game and it's, and you can put 16 shells in it and you just fire them off two at a time. Boom, boom, cock, boom, boom. And I said, Oh, that thing is totally cool. I got to have one of those. So, uh, so I bought it and, uh, they're not taking it from me. I don't know where the serial number is, but I'm sure it has one. So, uh, here's the irony. One of those certain people that shouldn't be able to purchase a gun is Joe Biden's son, Hunter, someone who who provides solid proof that anyone can lie on a background check when they buy guns. So over one year ago, March 2021, so a little over a year ago, Politico reported on a police incident concerning Hunter Biden, his brother Bo's widow, and a handgun. Not to mention uh, Joe and Jill's dog. It and sounds like a setup for a joke. I know it is. You you it. You Do you hear the one about Hunter, his brother Bo's widow, and a handgun? And a priest and a rabbi. and a... <laughs> So uh, they all went into a bar. Well, we'll get to the incident in a minute. So for, first, there's a lie on Hunter, Hunter told on his background check. Politico obtained the copies of the firearms transaction record and the receipt for Hunter's gun dated October 12, 2018. Turns out Hunter responded no to this question. Are you an unlawful user of or addicted to marijuana or any other depressant, stimulant, narcotic drug, or other controlled substance? Yeah, I think the missing teeth give it away. Yeah, exactly. Are you... <laughs> and the and the sores on his face. <laughs> from big... <laughs> And the scratching. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't do cocaine. I just like the smell of it. <laughs> so uh, I, think, I think we all know the answer to that question. Has he ever been uh, addicted to or an un- unlawful user of? Is there any other way to... Uh, to use marijuana or cocaine. Uh, I mean, 2018, I don't think it was legal across the country. Five years earlier, Hunter, uh, I think, uh, so five years earlier, Hunter had been discharged from the Navy Reserve after testing positive for cocaine. Hey, he signed up in the Naval Reserve. He didn't sign up in the military. He signed up in the reserves and he got kicked out. That's pretty bad. What a loser. Uh, But Hunter Biden, I mean, you only have to take a drug test once a month. One weekend a month and one week a year. <laughs> That's asking a lot, Ed. That's like getting fired on your day off. <laughs> but Hunter lied on his background check form, which is a felony. So you've lied on his background check form, which is a felony. <laughs> if your name's not Biden, Clinton, uh, Kennedy, uh, Gore, Schumer, they leave out any pertinent ones? Yeah, you and me are in the freaking slammer, Ed, for this kind of yeah. stuff. Hey, you lied on your background check. You're you're going you're going to the brig. Yep. Now for the police incident that brought all this to light. So October twenty third, two thousand eighteen. That's uh three and a half years ago. Uh Hunter Biden and Haley Biden, the widow of his brother Bo, uh, who uh, who died of brain cancer while serving in the JAG Corps, which means he was a lawyer in the he was kind of one of those guys from a few good men. Uh, but uh, Biden talks about him dying from uh, being uh, in Agent Orange or something in the heat of battle. You remember Hunter started sleeping with his brother after uh, sleeping with Haley after his brother's death. Well, at least they're keeping it all in the family. Yeah. Exactly. So they so they were involved in a bizarre incident in which Haley took Hunter's gun and threw it in the trash behind a grocery store, only only to return later and find it gone. From the Politico story, Secret Service inserted itself into the case of Hunter Biden's gun. March 25th, 2011. So that was the name of the article. So in 2018, the Secret Service inserted itself into this, but the Secret Service denies it. The gun store incident occurred during a period after Hunter Biden's administrative discharge from the Naval Reserve for his positive cocaine test 
and his subsequent divorce from his first wife, Kathleen. It was a rough week. Yeah, he got discharged from the Naval Reserve. He started sleeping with his uh, with his dead brother's uh, wife, and he got and he got a uh, and he got divorced from uh, from his wife, Kathleen, all in the same week. It began when Haley searched Hunter's pickup truck because of unspecified suspicions she had. This sounds like a Jerry Springer episode. It it is. It absolutely is. Where is where is Joey when you need him? According to the Delaware State Police report, inside the truck she found a 38 revolver. Da-da-da-da. Haley took the gun to J- to Jansen's Market, a nearby grocery store where the Bidens are longtime customers, and she tossed the gun wrapped in a black shopping bag into a trash bin outside the store, as most people would do if they find a gun in their husband's uh, or in their boyfriend's truck. You put it in a black shopping bag and toss it into a trash bin outside the grocery store. Later that day, Haley informed Hunter of what she had done. He instructed her, to, like the like the gentleman he is, he instructed her to go back and get the damn gun out of the trash can. <laughs> When I wonder ha- how he said that. Can you imagine how he said it too? <laughs> go, you, you effing, go get my effing gun out of the <laughs> out of the trash can. When Haley returned to the store, she found the gun was missing from the trash can and reported the issue to the store. Oh, police received calls from the store's manager and another unnamed person. Hmm. Who is the unnamed person? Next on the next episode of Crime Stoppers. <laughs> <clears throat> Arriving on the scene, Delaware State Police retrieved security camera footage from the store and interviewed a store manager. Political reports that for some reason the FBI also responded to the scene. Hmm. What about the post office? Did they respond? <laughs> they should have. They would have solved the no solved kidding. the case quicker. <laughs> of course, 2018. That was the it was the Secret Service from uh, the Trump administration. Hmm. They might have been a little bit more on their toes. No telling for sure. Police that you know and you know this stuff. You know the Russian people. You know Putin has his his secret uh, assistant listening to the main event. And he's learning all about this stuff, mm. and he goes, "Hey, we can get past the Secret Service. We have nothing to worry about. We can go. We can we can go kidnap kidnap Biden. And uh, I better not say that on the radio. No. Somehow somehow the Secret Service are going to get me because my name's not Biden or Kennedy or or one of those names uh, or Clinton. So police then called Hunter to the scene where he was questioned by the store's loaded. He was questioned. I said, by the store's loading loading dock. The loading dock. Yeah. Ask the questions. Ask right. the questions. No, they were standing by the loading dock. He explained to use the gun for target practice. As as I do with my guns, I, tar- I, I use my guns for target practice at the gun range, so I make sure when a criminal tries to accost me, I don't miss him. So when two of Jansen's employees, described by police report as Mexican males, walked past the loading dock, Hunter told an officer that, that the store had some suspicious people working for it. Blame it on the Mexicans. Exactly. Asked if he was referring to those two men, Hunter Hunter responded, yeah, probably illegal. Well, you know, and when I read it, it was P-R-O-L-L-Y, probably illegal. And that's actually a direct quote. He didn't even get the word probably out. I know. Yeah, probably illegal. This this guy, Hunter Biden, this is the president's son, and, and he oh. has a law degree. <laughs> and, he has a, and he has a license to practice law. And I had a hard time getting a license to originate loans in Texas. Mm. <clears throat> this guy can uh, this guy can practice law. I don't know. So when the officer asked Hunter whether the gun had been used in a crime, what would Hunter say? He became very agitated with me and asked me if I was intentionally trying to make him mad. Can you picture him just start shaking? You know, like having those twitching. You know, you see a lot of the crackheads twitch. Is that is that a serious question? Is that a serious question? 
Has it been used used in a crime? Are you just trying to make me mad, or do you expect me to actually tell the truth on that one? It's like teeth falling out of his head. Yeah, I I killed a guy and I threw I threw the dead body in the in the in the drink, and uh, did I use the gun in it? Yeah, I used. <laughs> yeah, I did. An officer asked Hunter whether he had called his father about the incident before he arrived, and he responded. I have never called my dad for anything. Well, that's not true. The only time he calls his dad is when he needs to wire him his 10% from Burisma. <laughs> the, he, he says, hey, big guy. The big guy. I'm sending, I'm sending you some money. Watch, watch your bank account. It's coming over. I'll wire it now. It'll be there in about 10 seconds. The story, go, the story goes on to say that two Secret Service ag- agents went to the store where, where Hunter had purchased the gun. The agents, the agents showed their ID cards and asked to take possession of the firearms transaction record when Hunter bought the gun. The owner refused to hand over the, the record to the agents because he suspected they wanted to hide Hunter's ownership of the missing gun in case it were used in a crime. Okay, Kudos to the guy with the with the gun shop. Yeah, the guy at the gun shop has to do the right thing because he doesn't trust law enforcement, federal law enforcement. That's probably it's probably getting to be a uh, epidemic in this country. I don't really think I'm going to cooperate with FBI agents because <laughs> we just don't know what they're up to. <clears throat> so later that day, ATF agents came to the store and got the record. They t- <laughs> they tied up the gun shop owner. And just took all the records. That's how we know Hunter Biden lied on his background check, but he was never charged with anything. Well, why would he? His name's Biden. But wait, Ed, it gets better. So uh, what happened to the gun? Days later, it was returned. It was returned by an elderly man who rummages through the store's (laughs) trash to collect cans. (laughs) This is gripping stuff. It is. Probably those two illegal guys that probably did it. Those probably illegal uh, employees that got it. Hmm. Turned out to be an elderly man who was collecting cans. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, you know what? I was collecting cans. I found this gun in a shopping bag. I wonder if it was thrown out accidentally. I don't know. <laughs> in an additional layer of mystery, the Secret Service claims they were never involved in an incident since Biden's Secret Service protection didn't resume until the Democrat nominee, until he became the Democrat nominee for president two years later. Hmm. That's that's peculiar. Hmm. The, the the federal government is lying about that they were involved in something involved in with Hunter Biden. Yeah, they made that they made that record disappear. U.S. Secret Service records confirm that the agency did not provide protection to any member of Biden family in 2018, and the Secret Service had no involvement in the alleged incident. We have records right here that hey, we have records that we did not reply to that. We did not respond to that. We have rec. I have specific. I have sp- specific memory of forgetting that. <laughs> I don't know. But Papa Joe says Hunter's been so honest about his actions. But the honesty with which he stepped forward and talked about the problem and the hope that it gave me hope reading it. I mean, it was like my boy's back. You know what I mean? He's anyway. I'm. I'm sorry to get so personal. My yes. boy's back, Ed. My, my boy's that, back. My boy's back from the from the war, and he's alive. Hey, so we got a few minutes. Let's talk about Twitter. Let's talk about uh, Elon Musk bought a bought a like almost three three billion dollars worth of stock in Twitter, nine point two percent, and uh, of Twitter. And what could he have up his sleeve? Do you think? Well, this is like, I mean, talk about huge news. And I hope Elon Musk knows what he's doing. I'm not sure I would know what to do in this situation, but he's he's a smart guy. Uh, what's the end game? Taking over Twitter? I mean, that's obviously what's on all of our minds. And if that happens, Ed, that's like major. We're talking major game changing. Exactly. Because, uh, you know, uh, maybe 
maybe uh, Trump won't need his his uh, his truth social media platform that doesn't work anyway. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a big hassle to even get on that thing. So. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm like a, I've been number one million four four hundred forty four thousand two hundred thirty eight on the waiting list. Okay, for like a month. See, see that alone is a is a friggin' problem. I mean, that you have to wait on a waiting list to get on a social media platform. No, 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 no. You should be able to get on like immediately. You know. And uh, if it ever comes on, I'm at I'm at Big Ed of Big Ed Hoffman. So if I if it ever turns on, but. Apparently, uh, maybe it won't need to because Elon Musk now owns uh, almost 10% of Twitter. But, you know, they they offered him a place on the board of directors. Or right. The, and he refused it. And I wonder why. According to the article I read, it says that if you're on the board of directors, you're not allowed to, more the, to own more than 14.9% of the stock. Right, right. So it puts limitations on him and what he could do. So again, this is this is like a big chess game going under and it's very strategic. Uh, and, and I've often thought like, where's all of our like rich guys? You know, there's George Soros and you've got Bezos and Schmuckerberg on the left that have just billions of dollars. Where's our guys? And, and man, we actually may have one. Yeah, Elon Musk, you know, the smartest guy in America is from uh, South Africa. And yeah, uh, close enough. And not only is he the smartest guy, he's He's the he's the the new Steve Jobs with uh, you know SpaceX and Tesla and everything else he's doing, and now he's going to take over Twitter and put some uh, freedom of speech back into uh, back into the the country. And of course, the Twitter people are all worried about what what's going to go on with Twitter. They're you know that says their their employees are all worried. They're all stressed out because what's going to happen? We might have to start having free speech on this social media platform. And uh, you know Twitter's Twitter's angle is. We don't allow hate speech. Yeah, which is anything they don't like. I mean, I like those like vague terms that just means anything they don't agree with or don't like. You know, all those purple-headed censors are like quaking in their boots right now. Ed. And, you know, hate speech, you know, I think that's why the First Amendment happened, the freedom of speech. So you can you can say what you want. You can print what you want in the, in the press without fear of being prosecuted for it. And that's what it's about. But Twitter thought they were just going to remove the First Amendment, apparently. Yeah, no, this is this is huge, and we'll see where this goes. I mean, this is unfolding as we speak, so uh, I'm I'm kind of excited, Ed. I don't yeah. know about you. Yeah, so am I. I'm yeah. uh, I'm uh, I'm at Ed Hoffman on Twitter. If uh, if people start using it uh, more and more, maybe that'll be the place. I typically go into Twitter jail whenever I tweet something, huh. like I do in Facebook. I wonder why. Uh, I don't know. I just don't have a I don't have a filter or lo- or volume control. Hey, anyway, we're out of time for this episode of the main event. Scott, thanks for joining me. Always a lot of fun. Ed. Happy Easter, everybody, and. Uh, Uh, And uh, we will be back again with you next week.